0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. This is Kip Herridge with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. we we'll tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the market today. More importantly, we we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. Good day today, folks. Again, the VRA Investing System has remained at 10 out of 12 screens bullish. That's been the case for some time now. Uh, when it's in that, uh, that territory, 10 out of 12 screens bullish is just one thing to do aggressively buy the dips, back up the truck, buy the dips. We saw a good move today that uh, we believe is leading us into what's going to be a pretty remarkable September. Uh, Let's cover the the, the basics of the markets, and then we'll get into some observations that we have that, uh, well, you might laugh us out of the room at one of them, but that's okay. Uh, We're used to being laughed at. We also like being right. Uh, Dow Jones today closed up 258 points, closed up 1% of the day at the highs of the day. That's significant at 28 excuse me 26,036 uh our leader on the day this is good to see by the way Russell 2000 up 1.14 percent at 1472 Russell 2000 small caps and transportation led the way today transports are up a big 1.77 percent today they have uh, been beaten up pretty badly uh those are warning signs Good to see them lead the way. Uh, very good to see that. As to what we were expecting. Good to see. Uh, all four major indexes up on the day, of course. Uh, the loser on the day, even though it was higher, was the NASDAQ, up four-tenths to one percent at 7,856. Uh, so, again, gains across the board, good to see. Especially good to see small caps and transports lead the way. And uh, let's see. I wanted to talk about a few things with you here today before we get into our internals and uh, sectors, etc. Uh, Let's start with, uh, again, yield curve inversion. Today we saw a disconnect from the previous signals we've been seeing. As rates have been plummeting, and they, of course, have been plummeting all over the world, negative rates, of course, uh, the yield curve inversion has really scared the shit out of CNBC and Bloomberg, CNN, Fox, you name it. They're scared about it. They're trying to scare everybody else about it, but remember as tyler covered yesterday as we've covered here quite often as you've probably seen from other sources and there's a lot of good analytics on this even if this uh, negative yield curve or inverted yield curve causes a recession folks it, 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 the average since 1950s it takes 19 months for that to happen uh the the bull market continues for another year uh, with average gains in the s&p 500 of about 15 percent so It's hard to ignore the negativity. It's hard to ignore the perma bears. But if you want to make money in the markets, it's just what you have to do. Case in point, the fear and greed index, as we pointed out to clients today, uh, last night hit 17. That's extreme fear, a reading of 17. A year ago, it was 77. That's extreme greed. So we're only 5% away from all-time highs. And the extreme fear reading of 17 from the fear and greed index is just remarkable. Again, perma bears, scaring the crap out of people. Now, this is not a reading of one. Uh, If your greed index hit one on uh, the uh, 1224 Christmas Eve massacre, but 17, well, that's a a big buying opportunity. As Warren Buffett said, when everyone is greedy, we should be fearful. When everyone is fearful, we should be greedy. Everyone is fearful. It's time to be greedy. We see this also, uh, as we've been pointing out to our clients, in the trucking tonnage. Trucking ton- trucks transport 70% of all U.S. goods, uh, making trucking uh, uh, one of the most important leading economic indicators there are, along with housing, which is also uh, housing sector indexes also are either hitting or within a stone's throw of hitting 52-week uh, uh, highs as well. But the trucking tonnage is now at all-time highs, and, and it's just been continuing to increase. Uh, my brother-in-law is actually in that industry, has been for over 30 years, tells me that trucking is really strong. Um, the hard data, uh, trucking tonnage is at, uh, was up 7% last month, year over year, to a new all-time high. So again, leading economic indicators continue to point to a very strong consumer and to a very strong U.S. economy. The other thing that we noticed today we want to spend a minute on, and it uh, it kind of hit us like a ton of bricks, to tell you the truth. We're big fans of Occam's Razor. And when you look at negative rates, there's so many questions. Why are rates plummeting? Uh, what's going on here? How is it the world's full of negative rates? Why are our rates uh, plummeting today? Again, today we saw a disconnect. The 10-year plummeted today, but equities soared today. That's a pattern change, we think an important one. But when it comes to negative rates and, and, and interest rates that continue to plummet, you know if you're a fan of Occam's razor, it tells you one thing: there's not enough debt. As crazy as that sounds, that's the answer staring us right in the face. The world needs more debt. Uh, economics, uh, the, really, this, uh, there's a uh, one of the rules of uh, suppl- economics, and one of the laws really is supply and demand. And that's look, we're seeing it right now: uh, the demand for debt telling us is telling us there's not enough supply, there's not enough debt in the world. As crazy as that seems, that's the reality that's staring us right in the face. So if that's the case, if there's not enough debt in the world and demand is soaring for debt, you can imagine what's going to happen when that that, that move out of debt comes flooding into equities. We saw this yesterday with the uh, uh, Norwegian uh, uh, Sovereign Wealth Fund announcing that they intend to invest another $100 billion into U.S. equities. Uh, we believe that's a theme that's going to play out around the world. We're very bullish. We have been since Trump got elected. Uh, our next target is Dow Jones, 30000 by year end. We, we stick by that. That's about 16% from here. Uh, and then 35000 by the end of next year. That'll probably be on the low side as well. And ultimately, 50000 plus by the end of Trump's second term. Those have been our targets now for two and a half years. So we believe we're going to have a euphoric, Move higher in equities. It, it may well be underway now. Of course, next month we have uh, both the ECB with their uh, their big bazooka combination of uh, of rate cuts and uh, the the resumption of quantitative easing uh, throughout Europe. And of course, our Fed meets the week after that. This is all in the next two to three two to three weeks. Our Fed meets the next week, and of course, we're going to have a rate cut here as well, at least a quarter of a, of a point. Likely going to be I'm now beginning to believe this will be a half point cut uh, next month. So a lot of central bank action forcing money off the sidelines, forcing money out of savings accounts, out of bank accounts, of course, out of those negative yields, doing their best to force money into equities, into real estate, into alternative assets. This is a liquidity-fueled bull market that we believe is about to soar that's how we're positioned which we believe is how you should be positioned as well occam's razor the simplest explanation is likely the accurate explanation to almost any question you can think of internals today solid uh advanced decline two and a half to one positive volume better than three to one positive it's a big day there the only negative was 52-week highs to lows. We did have about 120 more negative issues than positive there. Uh, we believe that ship will be righted here as soon as well. Uh, sector watch, 11 out of 12, uh, uh, excuse me, 10 of 11 sectors closed higher today, led by energy up 1.4 uh, percent, consumer discretionary up 1.1 percent, and industrials up 1.1 percent. The losing sector of the day was utilities, uh, just down fractionally, down three-tenths of 1 percent. Our commodity watch: oil today closed up uh, one dollar a barrel at fifty-five ninety-two. Gold was down three dollars uh, uh, an ounce, just down slightly at fifteen forty-nine. Silver up again, up sixteen cents, announced at eighteen thirty-one. Bitcoin was down four hundred and ninety dollars at ninety-six sixty-five. And the final point we'll make today is about gold and the relationship to the U.S. dollar. you take a look at the correlation between the two, there's been a, a strong inverse correlation. Between gold and the dollar, that's gone back as long as I've been in the business, and probably before that. And if there's a disconnect, uh, of course, the dollar's been ramping, gold has been ramping. That is not normally the case. We believe that is a very strong indicator of what's to come, which are sharply higher prices for gold, and certainly for the miners. The miners have been outperforming gold by about two to one. That's the kind of ratio you want to see in a in a confirmed bull market, which of course we have here. Uh, we believe that ratio is about to expand to 3 to 1, even to 4 to 1, as the excitement begins to build about what's happening in the gold market. And it's not hard to understand why so many people are getting excited, finally, about precious metals in the miners. Uh, negative rates, uh, central bank, easy money, a lot of cuts coming. That's all extremely bullish for gold, and again, more especially so for the miners. Folks, that's it for the day. Again, my name is Kip Harridge. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.